Welcome to Season 2 of Empowering Others Through God's Word Podcasts. I'm excited to present this series of six podcasts on emotional freedom. Most of us at some point in our lives either have suffered from emotional health, poor mental health, or know someone who does. So we want to offer you a great resource over the next few weeks. Dr. Grant Mullen is a mental health physician and author who lectures internationally on the keys to mental, spiritual, emotional health, and great relationships. Dr. Mullen teaches how medical treatment can be successfully combined with emotional and spiritual healing to break the chains of emotional bondage. What great information, either for ourselves or for someone we know. We want to offer this to you in this season. Now, Dr. Grant is going to be joined on some of these podcasts with his wife, Kathy. And the first session is going to be their perfectly dysfunctional marriage. And such honesty they share with us with some helpful tips to help all of us to have better marriage relationships. Dr. Grant will also go on to teach emotional freedom, moods, shame, and then Kathy will be sharing uh, on forgiveness and reconciliation. I recorded these sessions with Dr. Grant and, and Kathy a few years ago. However, this teaching is timeless, and I want to bring it to you again this year, 2022. I believe that it will be helpful, it will be encouraging, it will be hopeful as well. So now, let's tune in to today's podcast. Welcome to Words to Inspire, Kathy. Thank you. It's good to be back. Well, it's wonderful, and I'm so thankful to you and your husband, Dr. Grant Mullen, who have really contributed to our show, Words to Inspire, for some time now, helping our listeners to understand that there is emotional freedom and there is a way to come out of all of the baggage that we carry. So thank you so, so much for being part of our journey together to emotional freedom. You're welcome. And today is a huge topic, forgiveness. And uh, your tagline is the gateway to freedom. Yeah, yeah, forgiveness is just so important. Everything in terms of transformation is, is basically rooted in forgiveness. But some things, are they, do they really need to be forgiven? Some things are so horrendous, so horrific. Is forgiveness really necessary, or do we have to go there? Well, you need to understand that forgiveness doesn't mean reconciliation. And, and so if you can separate the two and, and then take what Jesus says in Scripture, and he says you have to forgive or your Father in Heaven won't forgive you. So when you, when you remove reconciliation from the term forgiveness and then understand what Jesus says about it, um, yeah, you have to go there. So in other words, uh, I th- what I'm thinking I'm hearing you say is that we just take what what he says, his truth, the truth of Jesus, and start from there. Start from the truth, not the other way around. Uh, yeah, yeah. You really, you really need to come to an understanding of, of how important forgiveness was, not only for you to receive salvation, but also for you to receive the benefits of salvation in terms of an intimate relationship with your Heavenly Father. Because um, Scripture is really pretty clear. And and why is why do we find it so hard to forgive? Oh, because if you, so many people think that if if you 
if you forgive, then you're letting the person get away with what they just did. And, and they want to make, make sure the individual has, ha, receives the punishment that, that you think they deserve for what they've put you through, what they did to you, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and you think, um, because it's just human nature, that if you're not the one to deliver the punishment, then no one will be. But what did that in, act, in actual fact does is it just builds up a, a root of bitterness in your heart and it puts a hook in your mouth or an access point for the enemy to, to, um, to bother you with, with hurt and pain for the rest of your life until you do forgive. When we are hurt by someone, there is that natural tendency to want to make them suffer as much as we have suffered in the pain that they have caused. Totally, totally. And we, and we just don't want to let them off the hook. We want to make sure that they pay for it. And so, so we figure if, I, if we forgive, then they're not going to pay for it. But that's not true. So we have to get rid of this idea that, uh, that, that they are still guilty even though we forgive them. Well, you recognize that they're still guilty and that they have sinned but you still forgive them. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's an interesting concept when we really take it to its, uh, to its root because every one of us is guilty. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and as we're even starting this conversation today, Kathy, it, it, um, it, in a sense it, it makes me chuckle a little bit because, you know, my sin is as, as big as everybody, anybody else's. And... Um, while I may not feel that way when I've been hurt by someone or someone has hurt my child, that's a really big one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, but you know, Scripture, you know, even when Jesus was teaching us the Lord's Prayer, he says, forgive us our debts as we forgive those who sin against us or who, who have debts against us. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so, you know, he's really clear that, you know, we're asking to be forgiven the same way we forgive others. And, and actually, in Matthew, there's a P.S. to the Lord's Prayer <laughs> where Jesus goes on and says, uh, you know, forgive. Um, if you forgive men when they sin against you, your Heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you don't, then he's not going to. And we need his forgiveness, every single one of us, because we're all dysfunctional and have areas of our lives that need improving. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. So what do people... Uh, do when they are in this this frame of living and the faces and voices and actions of people who hurt them keep popping up in their thoughts everywhere they go? Well, the first thing is, is you need to understand um, that forgiveness is a command. So, so that is your goal, is to be able to to reach the point of being able to forgive. The second thing you need to understand, it's a choice. And God gives us that choice, but we have to choose to make it. So when you say forgiveness, you need to forgive. Are we talking about a feeling here or just the action, the choice that you mentioned? <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I, what I'm, what I'm, when I understand forgiveness, is it's a multi-layered thing. Because you can just forgive what happened and then try and get on with your life and ignore it. But if you don't get to the root of the feelings that it caused in you, you'll probably cycle back into it quite regularly. Okay, so we're talking about doing something and then getting back to the root so that we understand why we are holding this, uh, this uh, forgiveness uh, from the person. 
Right. Okay, very good. So if I'm leading someone through a forgiveness prayer, I'll often lead them in something along this line. I choose to forgive so-and-so for what they did to me, and you fill in what they did, and for how it made me feel this way, and then you fill in how it made you feel. Oh, okay. So you're being very specific, taking it a step at a time, yes. but getting back down to the root of it. Right, right. That's excellent. As if you just deal with what they did, and don't deal with the feelings that it, it stirred up in you. It's the feelings where the bitterness lies. And okay. that will keep resurfacing until you actually actually forgive them for how they made you feel. And those feelings really are a result of the thoughts that are going through our minds. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes, and so we keep processing the whole scenario over and over, play it again and again, and eventually it's almost part of our lives. Right. It's very, very deeply embedded. So that's why you have to make that choice to forgive. And then when you actually decide in your mind you're going to do it, and every time that thought comes up, then you do it again. No, I choose to forgive. And you just keep doing that. And the, and the Lord will work um, complete forgiveness right down into your heart with that. But you have to not revisit it in terms of a negative viewpoint again. This is discipline. Totally. This is total discipline because, um, of course, when we make this this choice to forgive, we think we are going on our way, and the next thing, there's that thought there again. And it's almost like starting an exercise program. It, it takes discipline. It takes going back. It takes daily, daily uh, replacing that negative thought with what God has asked us to do. Right. And, and for those who are just so deeply hurt, um, what I suggest they do, is because they know forgiveness needs to be their goal, is you ask the Lord to begin to pour his grace into them so mm-hmm. that they will get to the point of being able to forgive. In, in a sense, Kathy, I, I see so much of a picture of simple obedience. And I, I don't mean that it is simple in the sense of easy, but simply to take what God asks of us and to apply it to our lives, and that obedience frees us. Right. Whereas the opposite is so true. Where we disobey, we are enslaved ourselves. Right. Such a, a picture, uh, and of course we can see that all through the Old Testament and with the uh, Israelites being enslaved because of their disobedience. And uh, But we can, we can find that in our individual lives. If we are disobeying that, that uh, picture that Jesus has given, that we need to forgive as we have been forgiven, it is the only way that we will truly be free. Right. And so it's not like he's put this unkind regulation or rule out there to bind us, but he's put it there to free us. Yeah, when you forgive, it, it sets you free. Mm-hmm. It's the hook off of you. Otherwise, the enemy's got a hook in you, and any time he wants to bug you, he just yanks on it. <laughs> That's a, a, a very, uh, very picturesque way of putting it. So you're hooked right in the mouth. Right. Yes. And I actually, when I'm speaking on forgiveness, I actually have a cartoon of someone with a hook in their mouth. Uh-huh. And, and they're being pulled suddenly to one direction because the enemy wants to get their attention. So how do they get the hook out of their mouth? You forgive. All right. So you're, it sounds so simple, but I know that you do have lots of help for that. So I'm going to ask, what are we all waiting for? What are we waiting for? 
forgiveness. We're waiting for people to just apply what God has told them and put it into their lives. In an earlier show, uh, your husband, Dr. Grant, uh, was talking about getting information from our heads to our hearts, and that's very important for all of us uh, to do, and certainly in this area. Yeah. Now, do we have to wait for an apology on the other side before we forgive? Oh, absolutely not. No, um, forgiveness happens between you and God, and that's, that's why you can forgive people who have died. Oh, okay. So this is nothing to do about the forgiveness of the actual person, physical person. No, and, and, and in fact, Grant and I often suggest that you not approach the person who hurt you because so often what you are needing to forgive the other person for is is not something they did deliberately, but it happened unintentionally, and how you understood it or how you perceived it very often as a small child. And we were aware of a situation where a grown son had gone through a lot of inner healing, went to his, his parents after a while and said, you know, I forgive you for everything that happened in my childhood. And the parents were grossly offended because they thought they had done a marvelous job because oh. you look how he turned out. And that relationship was severed for another seven years. Oh, uh-huh. So you're, you're talking here about the perspective or the perception of what has happened. Right. Oh, very good. So we're looking here in, in what you're sharing with us today, that this forgiveness we're talking about is between an individual, between me and God, between you and God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's huge. It, it is. And it takes a huge weight off um, because... The whole reason why you're forgiving is to set you free. It's not to give anything to the other person. Uh, so, uh, uh, again, back to that same thought we had at the beginning of the show, that it's not meaning that they have not done wrong. Correct. Yes. It means that you are freeing them by forgiving them so that you can move on in your own journey. And you see, when you um, release them through forgiveness, it allows God to start to work on them. Because mm. as long as you are standing as their punisher or their judge in the situation, God's hands are tied. Wow, that's a big uh, that's a big thought. And because we really do need to look at the picture of Jesus on the cross when we're talking about forgiveness, Kathy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's what He did for on the cross for us that we're able to forgive others. And that picture of him, uh, certainly he got lots that he did not deserve. There was nothing that he deserved about the way he was beaten. And uh, But it was for us, the whole picture was for us, so that we could have a relationship with him forever. What a beautiful, beautiful picture that is, the power of the cross. So we were talking about uh, how we are to forgive and that forgiveness is between ourselves and God, not necessarily the person who has offended us. And uh, do we have to uh, do we have to know uh, some certain steps to take, Kathy? Uh, one of the things I love about what you and Dr. Grant do is that you have very clear steps and direction in your resources. To so help us with that. Well, like I mentioned earlier. Um when, when I'm leading someone through forgiveness, I usually have them forgive the individual for the actual event, what, what took place, but then also the feelings um, that came as a result of that event. And, um, and then you thank God for removing any bitterness that was in your heart and ask the Lord to bless the people who hurt you. Because the, the Bible is very clear. He says you, you bless your enemies, you don't curse them. 
Boy, that's the opposite world, isn't it? Yes. That's not the world we live in. Uh, totally. <laughs> no, let's get even as fast as we can. And so, and so you need to be very careful to leave the blessing up to God. Like you're not saying bless him with a field of thorns. You're saying bless him the same way I want to be blessed. So I want to be blessed with health and love and prosperity and all of these things and long life. And, and I want that for my enemy as well. So would you be able to give us a personal example of leading someone through this, these steps to uh, forgiveness? Well, one of, one of the um, interesting things that we've been noticing as we've been talking about inner healing and, and forgiveness and so on is um, as we've been leading people through prayers, and it's not necessarily specific to forgiveness because in all of our closing prayers we're forgiving all the time because that's what's unlocking our freedom. Um, anyways, I actually happened to be speaking on this particular topic in Australia and at the end of the evening, after all the pr- prayers were done, I was at the book table working, and um, a very elderly lady came up to us with her pastor, and the elderly lady said to me, look at me, I'm standing up straight. And I looked at her, and yeah, sure enough, she was so, what, what's so important about that? And the pastor explained that she had had a very severe curvature of the spine, like a widow's hump, you know, quite bent. Yes. And... And she found herself, as she repeated, as she forgave someone, I have no idea who it was, what the incident was, but as she forgave someone, she found herself standing up straight. And we received an email from her about a year later saying, I am still standing up straight, and these are all the things I can now do that I couldn't do for about 12 years because I've been healed physically when I forgave whoever it was that she needed to forgive. That's a wonderful, wonderful testimony to the power of God in obedience to what he asks of us. Yes, because you see, so often when we forgive someone, it removes spirits of infirmity that have been attached to our spirit of a bitterness. Hmm. And and literally crippled her. Yes. <laughs> That's yeah. It cripples us emotionally, but often we don't think about it in the sp- in the physical realm. Right. Um, like Grant was just talking to you recently about... Um, the topic of shame, and oh, a couple of years ago we were ministering in a church, and he spoke on shame one night, and the next night a, a fellow, who was probably in his late 50s, came up to the book table and said, oh, by the way, when we were praying for shame last night, I was healed. And he went, what? Like, we weren't talking physical healing at, at all. And he said, no, when I was praying and forgiving the person who had shamed me, my knee popped, and I'm slate. he said he was slated for knee surgery in a couple of weeks, because he had um, traumatic arthritis in one knee, and his leg had felt so good that day, he went and spent three hours in the gym, and he, he could still do all kinds of things that night. So God had obviously... And, and we were talking with the, his um, pastor um, uh, just a week ago. The fellow's now moved away, but he's still been in touch, and he's still healed. He's, his knee is still good. So, you know, God... God does all kinds of things when you forgive. These uh, stories are totally transformational, and those people are understanding the power of forgiveness. Totally. Yep, they, they are. Uh, it's wonderful. And it's so exciting because our journey with God, with Christ, is such a journey of faith. And I was thinking as you were sharing, the verse didn't say, if you forgive, I'm going to do this and that. It just says, forgive. And I will forgive you. That's the 
that's the picture in the scripture. But here we're seeing that when we obey, we get some of those blessings, some of the, the things that we had not even expected because we've been obedient to what God asks of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yep, he, he just releases all kinds of things for us. When we, when we open the door, when we get those hooks removed, then God's free to do what he wants. And uh, what a wonderful testimony to the power of God and his laws. When, when everything was put into motion, the physical laws, the spiritual laws, they function whether or not we uh, embrace them and live in them. You know, we talk about uh, gravity, for instance. You know, we would not think twice about a person who gets to a 12-story building and jumped out. We would never think that he was wise or that he was going to be stopped midway out of the fall of a, out of a window, 12 stories up. That's part of the natural laws of physics that are set into being. But when we go to the spiritual realm, there are also guidelines and laws that are functioning the way God set them up. And I love the way you have shared these stories because these are definite results of people following through the way God has asked us to live as believers. Great stories. Now, you did mention that you were in Australia. Uh, I know that your uh, your ministry is taking you a lot of places. Let our listeners know where you uh, where you operate. Where's home? Home is Grimsby, Ontario, so it's between Hamilton and St. Catharines in Ontario. And then your ministry is taking you quite a quite abroad. So tell us uh, where you are uh, ministering uh, as well as online to many many people. Oh. Well, um, just lately we were up in the Northwest Territories and then Fort McMurray, um, Alberta. So so we haven't been quite as far afield this year. A year ago we were in New Zealand again. And we've been to New Zealand about five different times, um, speaking and ministering there. And you have quite a uh, quite a following there. And I, I'm so excited, uh, Kathy, to be able to highlight uh, you and your husband, Dr. Grant Mullen, Dr. Grant and Kathy Mullen, great <laughs> Canadians, and uh, it's wonderful to be able to highlight you on our show because we are a Canadian-produced show, and we love to see this uh, opportunity to highlight your gifts, what God is showing you, and how you want to see all of us emotionally free. And uh, so it's just great to see how God is using you in other countries of the world. But we want to see you used in this great country of ours, the country of Canada. So uh, I really thank you so much for sharing on this uh, area of forgiveness today. And uh, next time, next month, you're going to come back and talk to us about the healing of the will. And that's a personal story that you're uh, you have been willing to share with us. And I'd love to hear from you, my listeners. You can email me, ruth at wordstoinspire.ca, or visit my website, www.wordstoinspire.ca. You can access previous shows there and learn more about our ministry. It's wonderful to partner with Dr. Grant and Kathy. They are so willing to share of their own experiences, their honesty, their vulnerability, their, their call to, to us to believe God's word to our own uh, emotional freedom journey is uh, why I wanted to highlight them on Words to Inspire. And uh, Kathy, would you just speak to us again in this area of forgiveness? What would you like to leave with our listeners today? 
that if you want to be free yourself, you need to forgive others and set them free. Um, don't stand as the judge over them. Let God do his job. And don't forget to forgive yourself because so often that's someone that people just forget about and they think that they aren't worth Oh, that's actual fact. Forgiving yourself is very key. Wow, that's a huge area, and I think it might be tied to the uh, topic that I had with Dr. Grant on shame. Um, is yeah, possibly, some... although people will just beat themselves up um, because they've done something so bad uh-huh. that they um, just don't feel that they're worth forgiving. But when you do that, you say what Jesus did on the cross wasn't good enough. You have to punish yourself further. And I wouldn't want to put myself in those shoes. No, not at all. And, no. and so the, our idea is to forgive ourselves as well as everyone else. Right. I love what, uh, what Ter- Mother Teresa said. Uh, if you take time to judge other people, you don't have time to love them. And and so, because we've got enough to do with uh, looking after our own spiritual well-being, but it's great to partner with you. And I thank you again so much today for uh, for this whole topic of forgiveness. And remember, you can go to drgrantmullen.com to see the resources there. They are wonderful resources, and I'm uh, very excited to highlight them. So thank you, Kathy, for a great uh, chat today. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. In the book of Genesis, chapter 50, verse 20, in the message, it reads, Don't you see you planned evil against me? But God used those same plans for my good. As you see all around you right now, life for many people. I'm so glad you tuned in to today's podcast, and I'd love to hear from you. What did you learn? Or how did Dr. Grant and Kathy's teaching today impact your life. What have you learned? Email me, ruth at wordstoinspire.ca. I'd love to hear from you. Why not share with a friend? Go to my website, wordstoinspire.ca, and direct them to the podcast page. There, they can uh, subscribe to the podcast, Empowering Others Through God's Word, as we are in our second season empowering others through God's word. And this series on emotional freedom is good for every one of us. So tune in again, be watching for the next podcast release. And until then, I'm Ruth Coghill with Empowering Others Through God's Word. Bye for now.